You're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM here in Kingston, and welcome to Screening in Kingston. All right. Um, this is uh, this is a kind of a normal week as we get set for the holidays, but... But this is going to be like last year where we we had to pre-record our, our December episodes. Yeah. And I feel like because we were pre-recording a lot of content all at once, sometimes we got a little confused. We might get a little confused. We might start talking about things that have not happened yet as if yeah. they've happened. And like our chronological order yes, might seem yeah. weird. And that's because that's okay. we're going to make it work. Hey, and, and that's the nature of it because we needed a break too and... Everyone yeah. else is off having a break, and we're having a break too. Uh, but this week we are kind of no- business as usual, except the Golden Globe nominations mm-hmm. were, were announced last week. So we're going to talk about those Golden Globe nominations. We'll walk through some of the major categories. There's quite a few movies we we haven't seen yet, just because the nature of some of these films coming out, they don't actually get to us until yeah. you know, sometimes a month later. How they do the awards season, right? Which is why January and February turns into let's go see some Oscar movies. Um, yeah. As opposed to in in terms of what's actually new and released, January and February is where all the terrible movies get dumped because <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. We're busy in January and February, but yeah. the regular moviegoers are. It's my favorite time of movie year because basically from this point until the Oscars, my entire task becomes I have to see any movie that could possibly get nominated for It's almost Oscar. like catch up for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Which I this love. This is like our exam season. And what we will do, even though this is all pre-recorded content, is I'm going to do what I did last year where I'm still going to post little mini reviews for movies I see. Because I'm going to see a bunch of stuff. Over the two-week holiday period, I plan on going to the movies a lot. And probably the, we'll do like a recap. But I'm going to see everything that's opening yeah. over Christmas. Like I think what's, you know, aside from Star Wars, there's still other things that are that are opening. There's the Pride and Prejudice or... Little whatever. Women. Little, sorry, Little Women. <laughs> same thing. Little Women, Pride, Prejudice, and Sensibility. Like, whatever. Of the same genre. Of the same ilk. <laughs> I'm going to see For that sure. movie, Cats. For sure. I've talked about Cats You're enough. You're going to see Cats. Of course. I've, ta- I've, I've made fun of it enough, so I have to go. Yeah, you need um, ammunition. Yeah, right? they can take my $12. I'll watch Cats. Like, whatever. <laughs> no, it'll probably be like the 1450 to make you see it in the IMAX. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to IMAX. I'll see cats in IMAX. <laughs> in like, so it's just like, so what is their, happening? They're freaky cat human bodies. Yeah, so I'll see cats. See. You know, it will, it'll be good. But this week, um, talking about Golden Globes, I saw Marriage Story, which I'm going to review. Our um, fav- uh, My favorite, ScarJo. ScarJo, Adam Driver. I Adam Driver, a genuine favorite. Great, great actor. Um, Lots to say about this movie. Uh, I can't wait. I'm in, I'm very interested because it looks like a movie I would completely hate. Um, from knowing what you like about film, and you and your sort of review style, I would agree <laughs> that you. <laughs> we'll get into probably it. Probably would hate this movie. Um, and then uh, we've got a couple headlines. Yeah, just it's been a slow. That's fine. News People are season it's the holidays like. Whatever. Yeah. Usually, just well, I, I think I saw on your notes Quentin Tarantino is up to something. Like that's pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you know? and we have a Ke- <laughs> Keanu headline. I could have. Um, there was one headline that I saw last week, but I didn't click on the article, so I didn't want to include it. And I could. I don't think I would have been able to find it again. But it was Joker director 
hasn't even contacted Joaquin Phoenix yet about sequel. That was like the headline. Even so, though it's all over the news that it's happening, it's like they haven't spoken. Like, they haven't even spoken yet. So, I mean, oh well, you don't even need to read the article. It says so pretty funny. much what it's going to say. That's so, hilarious. Um, Before we yeah. um, get to anything, I did want to mention, now you and I just had this conversation, you don't really watch trailers. I'm not a big trailer fan unless it comes up maybe on Instagram sure, because there's sure. certain studios that are pretty savvy with mm-hmm. Instagram. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes I'll just click it out of interest. So the most recent trailer I saw was um, uh, Carrie Mulligan. I think that's her name. She um, mm-hmm. is going to be in a movie. I think it's coming out in 2020, Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. And it looks phenomenal. Um, but that's the only When in twenty twenty is that coming out? Is that later in the year? Is that but maybe for mm. in time for festivals? I'm not I'm not sure. I um you might want to Google it real quick. It looks it's it's pretty star studded. You even have um What's it called? Again? A promising young woman. A promising young Oh, there it is. Wow. <clears throat> it's a drama th- thriller starring Carrie Mulligan. April. Wow, so we have a wild wait, but that trailer but probably is... oh, like it'll probably be in festivals if it's an April movie. Bo Burnham, Laverne Cox. It's like a pretty, um, hmm. it's a pretty star-studded. So it's about. I mean, you can go watch the trailer, but it's essentially about a woman who um, pretends to be really drunk at bars, and then men take her home with the with the thought of essentially taking advantage of her. And then she uh, is like, plot twist, I'm not drunk, you're oh. a scumbag. And then um, the Im- the video, the trailer makes it seem like she may be murdering them. Oh, wow, um, okay, interesting. So it looks really great. And okay. Carrie Mulligan is the the young woman, the promising yeah. young woman yeah. in, the, Very cool. in the film. So that's the only trailer I've seen, but you have enough about me you have some interesting trailer talk six i've got six trailers that have really just released in the, in the past like maybe two week window week and a half that are all 2020 movies and the reason why this happens is because when you get star wars and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw uh little women in there as well these are two and even cats these are three movies that will probably make a lot of money over the holidays oh yeah so they always attach trailers to them thinking like okay like let's let's get our first trailer our first look attached to these yeah let's movies. generate some buzz with movies that we know are going to be a money making and now because of the internet and they don't want people to pirate it they also throw it out on youtube yeah. so they do the, they both okay cats is opening we want to put the mulan trailer on it we're going to throw it out on the internet right. so no one else can so black widow 007 No Time to Die, Wonder Woman 1984, Mulan, a really funny-looking movie called Free Guy, and the new Ghostbusters movie, all released trailers in the past week and a half. I've heard of all of those movies but Free Guy. So we're going to talk about Free Guy first. Free Guy is Ryan Reynolds as if he's a computer avatar in a video game. So you know in a video game? There are non-human characters. There are, there are like, if you're playing online, you yeah. can play with other people. Yeah. You and I could play online, but we might interact with a computer character. Right. Ryan Reynolds plays that computer character <laughs> who doesn't know he's in a video game, whose life is just, oh, this thing explodes and I get punched in the face and this oh, is how maybe. it is. But suddenly he picks up a user's control, like a gun or something in the world, and suddenly realizes he's a character in a video game. But it looks like a 
a complete ridiculous comedy okay. has no like basis in reality because it's all on a computer. It's like Ra- Wreck-It Ralph. It's like uh, Wreck-It Ralph, but Ryan Reynolds people. is running around as a real person. And is he? Is he? Um, is it animated or is it like no? It's a, it's him. A, it's him. Like it, it's it looks a little bit like CG in terms of creating the world because the explosions and the violence look really fake. Right. Like it looks like oh this is a CGI video gamey thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's meant to do that on purpose. But he's very much himself. Right. Walking through this world. What's interesting about it is it looks like there's going to be a lot of interesting commentary about video games, mm-hmm. about the way people behave, the way right. people treat each other. Because he him going around, he's like realizing it. It's almost like the out of world realization it's like when you drop an alien on earth and yeah. they realize things and they're commenting on it like this is weird and it looks like it's going to touch upon that in a very fair cool way cool. so I'm very interested in this movie came out of nowhere I would not heard of it at all yeah I have not seen anything about it but it, it's re- I do highly recommend this trailer because it looks really interesting and I do think it's going to be one of those movies that might surprise us as like a little yeah. common a little comedy but has some actual interesting things to say um then we've got Black Widow, which is the latest Marvel movie, the first really Scarjo. Scar yeah, first movie really after we enter a new phase basically as as the Marvel what movies is this? wrap what, up. What do they call this? Phase Isn't This there... is phase Don't they have four. a name? Yeah. This would be phase four, I okay. believe. Um and Black this Black Widow movie actually takes place in between two of the other movies we've already seen. So it's not moving this story forward, it's filling in blanks going backward so already the movie kind of a precursor yeah and already the movie people are like how are you gonna do this and this is coming like five years later than it should have it should have come out five years earlier when there's captain america movies were still happening she became a prominent role in two of the movies Mm -hmm. and it's basically in between those two movies that this is allegedly taking place so captain america civil war captain america winter soldier endgame before endgame so it's it, what's interesting is is there's a lot of great actors in this movie like Florence Pugh is in it, um, David Harbour is in it, and it looks like they're doing some cool stuff with like making it very like more of a realistic spy movie, right. not really huge CGI, really focused on ground like which is people what people liked about the Captain America movies really right. grounded. Um, but a, a comment that I actually agree with that um, Travis something or other wrote on Twitter is he said um, was highly underwhelmed with the Black Widow trailer. And I actually agree with that. For for a trailer of like, this is, we're starting a new phase. This is the first movie since Endgame, really, because Spider-Man came out, but it was too connected. Like, I, I don't count that as after. Months later, this doesn't even come out till May. So there's still more time. And it was sort of like, oh, okay. You think they'd want to start the new year with fresh content? Exactly. Here, here Here's where we're going next. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe the summer movie will be the Black Widow movie you've been waiting for. But what's weird about this is I bet you Black Widow... This is connected to the Star Wars trailer. Same company. So I bet you when you go to see Star Wars, you get the Black Widow trailer. Right. It's kind of un- – it is kind of underwhelming. Like I have to agree with what Travis is saying. Like there's not – you don't really learn anything. Especially if it's sort of a a spy movie. Yeah. You don't get anything out of it. And with Star Wars, you're, you, in my mind, you'd want like those epic yeah. trailers. Yes. Yes. Um, definitely. And the thing that I really was – I, I liked, you know, I liked some of the actors, and it got me excited again, mm-hmm. which I guess is the trailer's point. But it also made me go, oh, okay, but after Endgame, like, are so things what? really going to change? Yeah, are things really, yeah, are things really going to change this much, and is it going to be weird? Like, where are we going and what's happening? Those would have been the questions 
that I would have wanted answered by a trailer is what's happening next? Where are we going next? What's the, but but going to a character that we've already had who you know it isn't really going to be part of the new Did universe. She die in the end yeah, like spoiler warning, she's dead. But yeah, even I, I'm like, I, even yeah, I know she, that she's not. That's why this movie is taking place so far back. But again, I. Hey, this character needed a movie. I thought they should have had one a it's long just, time it's ago. Bad it's timing. Bad timing. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other ones, just to quickly mention, like the 007 movie. This is the last one we get with Daniel Craig. It's the 25th. No time to die. No time to die. Is, are we thinking? Is that a corny title? Possibly. No time to They're die. They're all corny. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> like, what, name a James Bond title that's like not corny. Like, I just feel usually... like to me. I was seeing headlines for No Time to Die, but it didn't have double, 007 attached to it. I'm like, what the hell is that? Well, and now I think I, most people like connect it though, like because of the corniness of the title. Yeah, it's like no that's a time classic. To die. Th- this is really the first of his movies that I find are a like because his have been like Quantum of Sol- like Casino Royale's kind of kind of James Bondy, but Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre are not James Bondy titles. You're right. This no is, time this to is die classic. is classic yeah. Bond. So the trailer actually, I I thought it looked quite good, but this is one of those movies that so they brought in Phoebe Walterbridge from Fleabag, yeah. to do like touch Apo- up writing. Apparently, upon Daniel Craig's, Craig's request. request. But there's been I've always I think we've had this conversation before. I'm always wary of movies that have like more than two or three writers, and this one yeah. looks like it has about six or seven. Because it's like. It's like too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and too many opportunities had, for too it to many go people wrong. had to come in and polish it. Yeah. Now maybe that's a good thing. Maybe each of them brought something different, and it's good. And the trailer is certainly well put together, and, and it gets me excited about the movie. But yeah, it's to me, it's it's his last movie. It's the 25th anniversary of James Bond, so this is supposed to be a pretty big deal. Um, so there's a lot. Again, this is like a list of trailers that I'm like curious about but also like I don't know if this is going to be good or not like I don't know did they have the the song in it they had like little like instrumental notes hitting the so James we Bond don't know theme. who's doing that. oh no no the not the song song right. no no I haven't heard anything okay. usually that does get released but no I haven't heard anything I yet. would have thought they featured in the trailer but maybe they're trying to make it's Probably. kind of it's like one of it's the song is like an iconic yeah. part of the movie. Who, who gets and if to it's do the song? Twenty fifth anniversary. I'd be interested to see who they go yeah. with. Um, I can't think of any current. They've already done the obvious one, which was Adele because her voice yep. really fits. Oh. Yeah, really fit. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good rendition there. Um, so, so where's my Grammy? I don't know. I don't and know. They did, and Sam who Smith. Else. Sam Smith's done one. Um, and to be honest, like, I don't even know. Like, Madonna did one back in the day. Tina Turner, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Like, who? who's the big Who's the big music person right now? I don't know. Who is it? Oh, I hope. Who I, just, like, who won a bunch of, like, didn't they just have music awards? Who won? Well, like, who won? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> well, she she's not going to yeah. do one. <laughs> and that Billie Eilish. But again, she. Not the style. I'd love to see a Lana Del Rey one, but I don't know. Who's that other person who's not Taylor Swift who was also super big for a while? Um, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah, I think that's who I'm thinking of. What about I her? She's kind of like R&B. If they want to go oh, okay. with something like, to me, the song has to be a little bit more timeless. Oh, has Michael Bublé? Bubble or whatever? Michael Bublé, is that his name? <laughs> has he done one? No. Wouldn't his voice kind of fit yeah, the he's old like a crooner. He Someone recommended Michael Bublé to me because they they know I'm not a, a huge music person, but they they – 
I don't know, they've heard me listen to things and they're like, I think your style is this. Because no one's ever said what my music style yeah. is. And they're like, I think Michael Bublé is like up your alley. Really? Like this. Yeah, like I Mom music. Yeah, like I like I like very like oldish. Very Frank old. Sinatra. Yeah, like okay. I like that type okay. of like Frank Tru- Sinatra. Tru- yes. D- Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Um Yeah, like, then you would like Michael yeah, Bublé. Yeah, so and, and actually everything that I've heard I've actually like, yeah. liked. I'm like, yeah, I do like Michael Bublé. He could. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just – and because I think there's so much pressure because it's the 25th anniversary. And I think you would want to do the – you know, if they're doing a throwback kind of with the title, maybe they want to pick a more throwback artist. Yeah. And kind of the people who are trendy right now, to me, don't have timeless sound. Yeah. Um, like Billie Eilish. I don't know. Anyways, so um, – and then well, the other to be yeah, determined. I think that like yeah, we'll we'll see what happens music wise. Um, the other I just want to quickly mention Wonder Woman 1984 was one of the strangest trailers that I saw. Just uh, the music kind of was really trippy and weird, and I, I didn't. It like wasn't it. like 80s music. No, no, it was like it was it was very 80s. It was like very techno synth. 80s. Yeah, synth like very <laughs> much. I have some sense as to what's going on there because they bring back a character who's also dead but they're doing it in a very interesting way so they revealed a few things but again there's some great people in this movie like pedro pascal is playing the villain he was a big um big in game of thrones and he's the mandalorian yeah, right he now good. he's a good actor. yeah great actor um and Kristen wig is playing the villain and she they're like two scenes in the trailer with her and i'm like this is a this might be good. Like she's like straight. Oh, like straight up. Like she's just like this kind of, kind of like reminded me of kind of sort of like Catwoman and the Tim Burton one. Kind of like geeky, whatever, but is going to turn into some right. sort of like Dixon horrible mm. like person. She, they, she's got something there. Where I'm like, this is intriguing. Like okay. it's, it's caught my attention. Um, Mulan isn't a musical. They're just doing, they're doing the Disney's Mulan, but they're taking all the music out of it. They're just doing it as like a historic sort of thing. I don't get who the audience is then. Yeah, exactly. That's literally my point. The Mulan trailer was just very generic. I'm like, what is this? Because... And it's going to theaters. It's not just a Disney Plus thing. It will have a theatrical release date. I think, like, a historical epic has a certain audience, and Disney film has a certain audience. Yep. And the two, not that they shall never meet, but very rarely. Rarely do they, do meet. they meet. Yes, I agree with that. Um, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like historical epics, but don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I have a, I don't know who this why, is for. Why take the songs out? That's the thing is, like, I at least, even though they haven't all been good, all the live action remakes have had a clear audience. We're going to grab kids that are, that are now the age that they that you know that the, we were trying to capture the kids before try to get new audiences but also give you some the nostalgia parents. get the parents on the nostalgia with this Mulan movie I'm just like I don't what are you trying to do like what is the point hey if it's a if it's an accurate historic thing with which you know it has a looks like a great cast cool maybe it'll be a cool movie but who are they targeting because I don't think kids are going to just go to this mo- movie like I don't well, why I don't would know. you bring your kids to the live action Mulan with no music in it that's not really for kids anymore like it looks serious and no magic dragon no not that i can see at least so yeah i don't know i might go but i don't know it's like (laughs) Like, they're making it a serious movie but it's like people who go to disney movies don't go for serious not usually not usually and then the last one was ghostbusters so there's another ghostbusters movie which i just knew (laughs) i knew that there was a sequel coming out but i didn't realize that it was like 
this soon yeah this in the sum, like next you summer. know what i mean yeah 20 summer of 2020 and I not mean, the one that dan Aykroyd has been no threatening not us really with. i mean it's it's connected to that one because it's the family i believe of one of the go- i think it's it's of the i think it's the one who egog egog who died the, the actor who's dead I believe it's his family. At least they, they didn't expressly say it, but so you're just trying to. But you're. I'm trying to figure. Like, is it Bill Murray's how, family? Like, based whose on family how is Paul it? Rudd looks. Yeah, but no, like... well, no, Paul Rudd's not connected to the family. It's actually based on how Finn Wolfhart, the kid oh. who you don't like, looks because he's the son. Paul Rudd so, yeah, is some the... dude. Paul Rudd plays like their teacher in high school. Wasted opportunity. But he's like the lead. <laughs> so, so I don't know how I'm he so can. Confused. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Paul Rudd is not connected to this family, but is the lead of this movie. Why? Uh, I just. I. I mean, I know you can't base you. Judging a, a movie by its trailer is like judging a book by its cover, and we all you know have to that see yeah. you're gonna have to see it. And trailers grossly misrepresent yeah. film. But that sounds so stupid to me. Like Paul cats Rudd's could the, be amazing. We don't know. Cats, cats could be the, the most cats incredible look pretty movie. Jacked up. Yeah, that's but the, like it, the cats cats could be the most incredible movie we've ever seen of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't It probably think isn't. So. I'm just saying, it, you know, I'm I'm agreeing with your point because but, uh, I, I think yeah. we'll see what happens with Ghostbusters, but that was a that was one of the, of all the trailers. Like Free Guy looked great. I I am optimistic about 007, but I was like pretty underwhelmed and confused by Ghostbusters by Mulan by Black Widow, even a little bit Wonder Woman. It could Woman. just be whoever they're farming, because trailers are typically done by like a third party. Typically, it's not yeah. done in-house in the yeah. studio. Whoever they're farming these trailers to needs suck. to be fired. Yeah, they're just I terrible. don't know. Like, they're just like the worst. <laughs> they just don't have a clear concept of storytelling. Yeah, I don't know, which yeah. is like the like the one skill you need as an yeah. editor is to be able to yeah, I agree. tell a story. Tell but, a story, yeah. Truth and time will tell. Um, well, that's that's it for the kind of trailer talk. I do want to get to the movie review, yeah. um, which I'll do now, and then we've we've still got uh, got a bit of time, so we'll we'll be okay to hey, do, do some any, Golden Globe stuff. Do we have any fan questions? No, not this week. Okay. Uh, I think everyone's on vacation. Fair um, enough. They're they're checked out. <laughs> they're checked out. We're so, checked out too. Yeah, that's fine. We're just <laughs> we're just doing our thing. Um, but I did see Marriage Story, which is a movie high. I think it has six Golden Globe nominations. It actually has the most Golden Globe not nominations. Not surprised. Um, yeah, because Hollywood loves a depressing story, and it's about Hollywood in a sense. So, oh. so it's um, I'll give kind of a, okay, I won't get into spoilers. This is a movie that is hard to talk about without spoiling some of it, but I'll do my best. Okay. Um, this. Let's be real. I've, I I don't think a lot of our listeners are going to be going to see it. Oh really? I I just it looks so. Boring. But I could see why people like it. Again, I'm mixed on it, but I could see why okay. people like I'll it. Okay, I'll let you um, – you know more about it, so I'll the, let the, you go ahead. The whole movie revolves around a, a couple going through divorce. Yes. So you've got a married couple with one kid. Um, he, uh, Adam Driver plays a film – not really – sorry, a stage director, but a theater director who mainly does the stage. Right. Like off-Broadway stuff, trying to move stuff to Broadway, does plays, very serious – director um and scarlett johansson plays an actress who was in 
a movie when she was a teenager where she showed her breasts and has been very popular ever since then, but has sort of changed to do a more serious take, like has sort of joined him in this theater company, right. does more the- serious work. She's an actor. Actor now, but <laughs> still loves film and television because that's where she started yeah. and that's kind of thing. So um, the movie is very strange because it is very clearly from the perspective of Adam Driver's character. Okay. Even though it's not. Like, you know how you're, the camera and the world of the movie becomes like third person, second person, whatever, depending yeah. upon what it is. It's so, it's somewhat equal because you do see things that he couldn't see. You right. do see conversations. But you re- information is revealed to us from his perspective, Got not it. hers. Got it. I found that to be an interesting choice because in these types of stories where you're going to side with him. Well, that's the thing is like you normally wouldn't from the information they give us. Right. He's done some things. She's done some things. But in, in normally you would be like, oh, I'm either I'm torn here or or, you know, one of these two people is, is villainized. Right. But they both do wrong things. He does something wrong that I think is usually looked upon as you are now the bad guy. Right. But she's such a terrible person <laughs> that I was going through this movie being like, you deserve I, I don't like her. Yeah, like I'm like <laughs> I go through this movie being like, yeah, but like you're such a horrible person. Like it's like she has no redeeming qualities even though she presents herself one way. It's the revealing of who she is right. through the action of this divorce that surprises him, that surprises you. And because he's surprised and you're learning things from him, you're also surprised. So you look at her in such a very clear, biased way. And I maybe that it's a me thing. Right. Maybe like I could see myself in his shoes, maybe whatever. I don't know. But I think that's what the film was telling me to do was right. he based on based the on use of the use of camera editing. the editing how information is revealed to us because again there's one spoiler i don't want to say what this is but it is a spoiler so i i just i kind of want to dance around it but the way she behaves and something she does and the kind of how things start to progress in this divorce right is you think it's going to go one way but it goes another, and you, that's only revealed through him finding out. So you don't see her decision-making behind it. So you can't justify it. Yeah. So it becomes very one-sided. Now, this was written and directed by one person, so I don't know if this was their experience. Like, they went through and a divorce. And was it a male? I believe so. Noah... Hubbard? Well, with the name like Noah, that's normally a boy. I'm pretty sure that was... I don't... I just Sorry, I just don't want to get it wrong, so I'm just going to look it up. I'm pretty sure... Um, Noah, sorry, Noah Bachman. Bachman. Bachman? He looks like kind of like Adam Driver. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, and he's a director, and it's, and Adam Driver's a director, so maybe this was simply his experience with of it. his divorce. And it is a very modern, realistic take. So I will say that's what people will probably look at this and be like, this is very real. Because, mm-hmm. I, I again, I haven't gone, haven't gone through a divorce. But I, I've heard that it can be this nasty. It can oh, be this yeah. hard. It can be this. And you're especially when there's a kid involved, it makes things more complicated. But to me, what was very interesting about this movie was that perspective where you reveal information to us throughout learning through him. You kind of side with him. More so than you side with her, which was a little surprising. And things get revealed in such a nonchalant way that it made me laugh. And I don't think it was supposed to. Uh-oh. It reminds it reminds me of like a dark comedy yeah. where sometimes they'll deliver lines 
and someone will say something and and you're like, huh. Like I, I literally – there was there's one scene where they're arguing with each other and he says something like – you know, he says something horrible and it made me laugh because of the way the line was delivered and because of the absurdness of the situation they were Adam in. Adam Driver does have, in my opinion, comedic like – Overtures yeah, in his even definitely. in his dramatic. Acting. Well, he was the funniest part of that weird zombie movie I saw yeah. in the summer. Of the even screener. though he yeah. plays the straight man in terms of his timing yes. and his execution, yeah. and I don't know that I'd like to think that he is an accomplished enough actor that those are intentional choices he's yeah, making. I think so. Um, otherwise, he's a bad actor. And I think well, the one thing I will say that this movie has going for is I cannot fault the acting. All the acting is incredible in this movie. The writing's quite good. But I think it's the direction that's the weakest part of this movie. It's maybe too personal. It's too personal, and it's really pretentious. It's shot in a pretentious way. Uh. And there's fades to black. There's one moment where it's like, okay, here's Scarlett Johansson's face, and we're going to fade out of her, and then and then Adam Driver's face is going to come, and it's parallel to her because they're parallel. Like, we get it. <laughs> like, you're shoving it in our face. And it, to me, was a very pretentious piece of okay. film but that's one of the reasons why I get why it's going to get award nominations it's set in LA for the most part they're an LA slash New York family puking they're, in they're, my mouth. It's, it's this fight between legitimate theater and film and television it's two people who have one kid but they're industry people like awards love things that are about them every person in Hollywood will look at this and be like I can relate to one of these characters I've been divorced yes. four times yeah. and to me, I think the movie was trying to show you here are two characters with, with lots of value, but they're flawed people. They're fine on their own, but they don't fit together. Yeah, they're incompatible. But I don't think it worked. I honestly came out of that being like, I think Scarlett Johansson's character is awful. Just an awful person. She's the B word. And he's – yeah, and he's not – I'm not going to excuse anything he, he says or does because there's lots that are inexcusable. Um, but I still came out of it siding with him. Because of what the movie was showing me, and 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 I I get it. Like I get in the sense of when you're when you're in a heated situation. I think finding comedy and things makes a lot of sense. Like I look back on a lot of horrible things that happened to me, and I laugh at a lot of them because right. I think you have to. Yeah. So maybe the movie was also showing you the comedy absurdity of it. That's fine. I just think it failed. The, in, if you in don't being laugh, clear. you cry. Yeah. Sentiment. I I finished this movie thinking why did i watch this like i don't know what this movie was trying to say i don't understand what its ending was i guess just life moves on and whatever has no climactic moment in most movies things climax and then you the you wrap it up at the end right but the climax is always the exciting incident it'd be like the divorce yeah the divorce the court case the argument all those things happened but they weren't done in a climactic way i felt there was no satisfaction Faction in this right. movie. There was Maybe depression, was depression, 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 sadness, no sadness. Satisfaction back. in our relationships. I live in life. I can I can live life and not be satisfied. When you go to a movie and you tell a story, there's still a structure that needs to I be know. fit here. We've said this and a they times. I think he completely missed the point of the structure. Now I will say I like the writing. I thought the the dialogue was great um there's this great scene between laura dern plays her very unlikable lawyer and does a 
brilliant job of it. I mean, Laura Dern, I don't think is a great actress anyway, but but in this role, role oh my God, she blew it out of the park. And I believe it was Ray Liotta who plays one of, he has multiple lawyers at one point in time, but I, I, I wanted to look this up and I couldn't because he looked so old and kind of done up, but I think it was Ray Liotta. And if it was, he also did an amazing Ray job. Ray Liotta compares, there's a headline there. It wasn't Ray Liotta. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then this actor. But there's that headline. Go up a little bit. Yeah. And then go down a little bit. Yeah. Go down. Go down. What's oh, there this? he is. That's Ray Liotta. Yes. So yes. Okay, at, so he so was in it. Yes. Ray Liotta at an event for Mayor Street. Yeah, okay. So he must so have he been, must in, have been the in it. Movie. Okay, but he's just not he looks showing up. Horrible. Yes. Yeah, so Ray Liotta, who's the other lawyer, there is this amazing scene in the court scene where him and Lord Turn are going back and forth, and they're just it's so good. The two of them are just going at it, but you the personalities of each lawyer really comes through, and it's really interesting to me. Um so the acting in this is phenomenal. Like Scarlett Johansson does a great job. Adam Driver does a great job. Laura Dern's great. Ray Liotta's great. Like, they're all knocking it out of the park. Um, I just think, again, like, so similar to coming out of Joker, where I was like, the, there's writing that's great here, and there's acting that's great here, but there's something wrong, so it has to be the director. Yeah. I think the direction was really poor in this movie. I really thought it was a pretentious film. Um, I, I get some of the nominations, and we'll kind of walk through it. Like, I would understand some, but not all. IMDb is listening as a comedy drama romance. So maybe you're not off the mark with laughing. Oh, yeah, because there were definitely moments where I laughed. Like, there were definitely funny moments but of awkward humor in this I movie. I think it's a sign, again, probably poor direction. If you don't know if you were supposed to laugh yes. or not, yeah. then... I didn't know if it was appropriate to, considering yeah. some of the things they were saying to each other. But it was funny the way the lines were being delivered and the way the scene was set up. So, comedy, just um, not. Yeah, so this is a real mixed review because I just, I, I do feel very different things about this. But, it, you know, I will understand people coming out of this movie and liking it because it's a cool story. And I and I say cool in the way of, like, it's it's a good story. It's interesting enough mm -hmm. to keep you going. You will be bored of it, I would say. Yeah, like you, I, yeah, I, I have I no interest 100% in don't think this is a movie you would enjoy. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver kills it. The acting is fantastic from everyone, really everyone. Like, I, I, I already listed all four of them, but I won't just single him out again. They're all great. All four yeah. of them knock it out of the park. I just don't think the direction is there. This is a movie that I, I have a hard time rating because I, my rating really is stream it, but it's kind of borderline see it, stream it, where if, you, if this sounds like a movie you would enjoy in terms of the nuance of the battle, the courtroom scene's very dynamic and interesting, what happens between them is good, it's good acting, it's good writing. There's a lot of people out there who don't nitpick directing like we mm -hmm. do who will enjoy this movie. But for me, it's kind of like, a, do you really have to run out to the theater to see it? Probably not. Yeah. Just watch it at home. But if you want to be part of the dialogue, right? Yes, Going exactly. Then, then you need to see this movie because it will be an award movie. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a stream it borderline see it has a lot of like my review like the quick headline for my review is great acting solid writing but just pretentious directing that doesn't work too on the nose at some point in time and apparently not on the nose enough because i didn't know when i was supposed to laugh and apparently it's listed as a comedy so i maybe it's not know. on the yeah maybe it's not on the nose at some point in time but yeah i didn't like the direction of the movie and there's some weird awkwardness in it but uh overall 
still stellar acting and and I understand why there's buzz around these people for that because they they all some of the best performances that each of those actors have done which is great well, there you go. So there you go. So Marriage Story for me is a stream it ish um, But uh, I want to quickly, very quickly, walk through a couple of the awards, seeing as Marriage Story is one of the ones. Hev- I, again, uh, the most amount of movies to receive Golden Globe nominations really? is, is Marriage Story. Got the most well, nominations. Well, I shouldn't say really. I, I'm not surprised whatsoever. But more than anything. It's like, to me... Even just seeing the trailer for it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is an award movie. Yeah. Do I have any interest in seeing it? Oh, no. it's a shot-for-shot shot award movie. Absolutely. Um, but the acting is well-deserved. Everything else, I don't know why. But anyway, so Best Motion Picture Drama. The nominees for the Golden Globes this year are The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, The Two Popes, and 1917. Now, unconfirmed. I've heard great things about 1917. So have I'm, I. I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. I I haven't heard as much about the two popes, but it did get a lot of it's award the nominations. Room yeah, right now. yeah. So it's at the screen. So I'm going to check that out this week. I think I'm going to go see the two popes um, to check that out. I I don't. I again, I don't think Marriage Story or Joker belong here, personally. Um, I don't think. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm taking crazy pills being <laughs> on this show um, because. I don't see what people see in the Joker. Like, to me, this isn't best film. Like, do I think Joaquin Phoenix deserves an award for his acting? Yes. I agree with do that. Do I think yes. it deserves an award for cinematography? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I don't even think it deserves an award for a best original screenplay or definitely not best director. Um, I don't know if you if you if Todd Phillips was nominated, but to me, if I you're gonna, he was. so like, you that's such a disconnect. He does not deserve best direction, so in my mind, it shouldn't be nominated for best picture. And I just I don't get it because even if it's this desperation of okay, this is the first time we've had a comic book We're movie, hip. we've got to be hip. That this is one that we can. Do. This isn't true. Logan, a couple years ago, was a similar tone to Joker, was grounded. Had Hugh Jackman, was very good, did get a writing nomination, did get a screenplay nomination, but that was it. Hugh Jackman should have absolutely been up for an award. Direction should have been up for an award for that. That, that, I think Logan is a better movie than Joker. I I just, so many people like Joker and I'm just surprised. I saw it enough times to have a strong opinion that I did not like it. Like, I saw it more than once, so I don't know what. uh, When I think of it visually, I think, yeah, I liked it. But then when I visually, think about, sure. visually, I I loved it, but story wise, yeah. But the, like we're saying, like cinematography and Joaquin Phoenix give the nominations. But like, why is it up for best drama? No, no. Uh, anyway, that we're gonna kind of just quickly run through. Uh, uh, yeah, we could have. But uh, but yeah, Joker, best motion picture, musical or comedy. So here's some interesting ones. So Dolomite is my name. I want to see this. It's on Netflix. Yes, this is a Netflix one. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Heard great things. I'm probably going to watch it over the Christmas yes, break. Yes, so am I. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, which I've heard amazing things yeah. about. Knives Out, great Once Upon movie. a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Let's nominate the first half of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and yeah, then like forget the, the, the last The last like 40 minutes can kind of be cut out. But um, but uh, this is the thing. Even though the last 40 minutes of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood can be cut out, I, these are at least five movies where I kind of see agree where with they're going. Yeah, like Rocket Man was pretty good. I, I think I liked Taron Edgerton way more than I liked the movie itself. I really liked the movie. But, but you liked the movie. Yeah. You said Knives Out was great. Yep, love Knives Out. I'm really looking forward to Jojo Rabbit and Dolomite as my name. Like, I'm really excited about I'm those. I'm not disappointed whatsoever with this 
with this category because this is comedy and This musical. is comedy and musical. So this is yeah. like the comedies of – and often for Best Picture, you see a mix of these two categories for right. the Oscars. With a, I, There are other movies that, will, that have been missed from the Golden Globes that might get Oscar nods. But like Jojo Rabbit's got so much buzz to oh, it. Yeah. I'm very excited And it's excited coming to, to the see. screening room in the winter. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Knives Out. Obviously, Once Upon a Time of Hollywood came out at a weird time in the year, but it was at the screening room for many, I think many the weeks. Ni- I, think they, I think they said Knives Out is going to come to the it's, screening room. Knives Out, when we get to um, next week, when we get to the year in, uh, the year in review, Knives Out is probably yeah. at the top of my list. Yeah. Um, so that's those are your, your five nominations. So, yeah, I think there's lots of great ones there. And, and I think, you know, it, to me, any of them winning is not going to be a huge shock. So we'll see and what happens. I know we want to do these quickly, but what an accessible category. So Dolomite is my name, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit is screening at both independent and yep. mainstream theaters. Yep. Knives Out, mainstream theaters. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mainstream theaters, independent, will come to Netflix. Yep. Um, and Rocket Man, you could have seen it anywhere. So yep. this is, to me, great category. Regular people would have seen these movies. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm very happy. Because even if you look at drama, like The Irishman was on Netflix. Yeah. So that's at least one. Now, the rest of these, I think The Two Popes is kind of hard to see. Marriage yeah. Story is coming to Netflix, someone said. Okay. Someone told me that Marriage Story is coming to Netflix. will come to the major theaters. Yes. You'll see, be able to see 1917. And Joker, of course, was all but over the But The Two place. Popes, I don't know where, like, it just opened to the screening room, but I didn't hear anything about it before. No, neither did I. And then all of a sudden, I was seeing stills for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good casting, though. They do look like The Popes. They do. Yeah, like that great casting. So it's going to be an interesting movie. Um, anyway, um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Um, so we've got Cynthia... Irivo for Harriet. A movie I want to still see. Yeah. Scar- the screening room. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for the not-talked-about Judy movie. Yeah, that kind of. just sort of, like, happened. Judy flew under yeah. the radar <laughs> under the there. Radar. She, it did come to the screening it room. It did, yeah. And, and unfortunately, I We missed I it. Missed it, wasn't, it, yeah, it was like a one-week I wanted to see it, but it just came and went. Um, Yeah, and this is a category that, again, I think I've only seen one of these movies so far, which is Marriage Story. Um, And Scarlett Johansson did a great job. I've heard Bombshells is a very interesting movie. Little Women I'm definitely interested to see because I want to see what – oh, man. What's her name? Terrible with filmmaker names. Um, The director of Little Women who is also the writer – Oh yeah, she did Lady Bird. Lady Bird, yeah. I don't know. She's pretty Greta Gerwig. Unre- in my opinion, she's kind of unremarkable. Greta, so I don't Greta, know. Greta she's Greta not Gerwig. worth. Greta Gerwig to me is like, <laughs> I want to see where you're gonna go. Yeah. Because if if Let's Little Women is to... fantastic, then cool. But if it's just a run of the mill remake of another thing, yeah. I don't want to be that person. But looking at so the website you're on shows the pictures of everyone. Yes. Um. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, that in terms of their diversity very, for women, yeah, it's, it's very, very white, white and, and blonde. Blonde, yeah. No, and like uh, again, like Harriet is not a movie I've seen yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure she deserves her nomination. Oh, I'm not but saying she I'm, doesn't. I'm saying maybe the Golden Globe needs to uh, like um, for being the four in Hollywood press. You'd think that they Aquafina. Would, you know, I'm so oh, she's nominated for the musical. Oh, comedy. sorry. Okay, good. So because good. remember with them, they get they right. separate musical. So right. hold on, let so we can have this. Uh, let's pull up. There you go. There's your musical and comedy. So you've got Which is much Anna de Arms, uh, Aquafina. So Anna de Arms was in Night. Uh, Knives, Knives Out. Out. She was great. Uh, Aquafina from The Farewell, which is a movie you, you loved. Kate Blanchett, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Uh, um, 
Beanie. Beanie Fieldstein from Booksmart. Oh, she's incredible. She was really great. Um, and then Emma Thompson for Late So this Night. one is more diverse in my opinion. And younger, actually, because Aquafina yeah. and Beanie Fieldstein are quite and young. And that Anna Armas. I haven't sure heard she much doesn't of her. Look, um, I had never seen her before Knives Out. Yeah. Um, but she seems fairly uh, young. Like, she's probably yeah. in her 20s. Okay, okay. So, yeah, there you go. So you got three young actresses. Um, got a little bit more, you know, you've got, like, Aquafina clearly deserves that nomination from from everything you've said about it. Oh, yeah. I'm really surprised. Okay, Emma Thompson and Kate Blanchett are great actors. I'm a little surprised that, to see them on this list. Um, Sometimes I feel like they throw out those sort of legacy nominations. Yeah, and, like, Kate like, Blanchett was good in Where to Go Bernadette. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, Emma Thompson like, for Late Night? They're like, oh, well... We don't have an old lady on the list. Let's let's drag out Emma. <laughs> What's Emma Thompson doing? <laughs> no, I just I don't know. It's I don't think she was that. I think she's a phenomenal actress, but again, late she night was probably was, the best part of late night though. Like thinking about it, late night is one of those movies where again I feel like I'm taking crazy pills when I was like yeah. the only person in the theater not laughing. Yeah, I didn't think it was good um, at all. I saw it like three times. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> well, like like I went with I went with uh, some friends to see it again, and like they're all laughing. I'm like. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Do we need new friends? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, I just need to replace all my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, there you go. That's that's the two sort of for the best actress, two women categories. Um, for the men, uh, quickly go back to the drama here um, because there are some interesting nominations here. Uh, so best performance by an actor, motion picture, drama. Joaquin Phoenix for Hor- Joker. They've chosen a horrible photo for Joaquin Phoenix. Not a gr- actually, most of these photos are not excellent. Um, Jonathan Price for the Two Popes. I've heard great things about his performance. He's a great actor. Christian Bale, Ford v Ferrari. Antonio Banderas uh, for Pain and Glory. So that's a, that's actually a foreign language film that I've heard a lot of really good. It had things come about. to the screening room. Did it? Yeah. Okay, I missed I'm, that one too. I'm pretty sure. But again, sometimes with the screening room, if you don't catch the movie, yeah, it might be gone it in goes, two weeks. Yeah. And then Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Um, but do, do you see what I mean about these pictures? Like, I feel like Adam Driver is the only, like, glamour Normal, shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, the rest of these guys well, look like they just woke the up. The one from Antonio Banderas is from, like, 2001. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Christian Bale looks like a mug shot and from, like, a police station. Joaquin Phoenix looks like he just... Uh... Kind of looks like that crazy uncle that disappeared that you don't talk yeah, about in your family and anymore. maybe he just got out of jail. I don't know. We Where mean... Adam Driver was, like, at a photo shoot. Like, he was, it looks <laughs> like, like his like, school photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> weird um and then just to wrap up the guys here um for for best performance actor motion picture musical or comedy you've got daniel craig for knives out he was great uh roman griffith davis for jojo rabbit leonardo dicaprio for once upon a time in hollywood taron edgerton for rocket man and eddie murphy for dolomite is my name i believe the roman griffin davis and again i just saw this headline in passing i think he might be um he's going to be in the home alone reboot Oh really? I think he might be. I think it's the other kid. Oh, there's from, another. Yeah, kid there's in two that? of them. Okay. There's two kids, in, and I don't think it's this one because I remember seeing the picture. Okay, I just assumed they would go with the lead from JoJo Rabbit. No, I think it's the why, other one. Why would they? Yeah. it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. This is, I mean, to me, like I'm not we, disappointed. You know, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, did a great job in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Taron Edgerton would be my pick for the winner of this category. Eddie Murphy, I heard, was very again. I haven't seen it, but I've just heard very good things, and he he deserves some awards after being sh- uh, shunned for um, what was that? Uh, Dreamgirls. He didn't win, oh. um, and he should have. So I I think that this is again a good category. I don't I don't didn't see Knives Out, but. 
Daniel Craig, in my opinion, deserved it in Knives. Uh, he did a phenomenal job. I thought he was great. And you don't often see him playing comedic roles. Yeah. And it was a comedic role. Yeah. Um, he went all out. Uh, I think, I mean, I'm biased, but I think all of the best parts of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood were Leonardo, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, the scene where he's counting all of the whiskey, like the whiskey sours <laughs> yes. he drank yes. in his yeah. trailer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with the that category for sure. I want to quickly just I'm gonna skip kind of the other acting categories just for time and just go to screenplay and directors here. So the best screenplay motion picture: Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, uh, Stephen Zalian for The Irishman. You might need glasses there. Yeah, Mike. I know. I have to like <laughs> lean in to even see Noah Bomek for Marriage Story, uh, Bo- Bong Joon Ho and. Han Jin Wan for Parasite and Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. So, again, Parasite getting a nomination I'm in happy. Here. Um, Especially considering it's, in my opinion, probably the most original story. Everyone, yeah. the, three of them are based on true events and Noah sounds like he may have been writing about his own life. I so. think it was, now, now like to look at him, it's like, I could see him being like, I'm Driver's gonna play me. He's the good, <laughs> out of, he casted the good looking version <laughs> yeah. of himself. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, Adam Driver's gonna play me in this movie, yeah. So Yeah, now um, that I look at that, yeah. In terms of, I would say, in terms of quality of, uh, you know, new new storytelling, yeah. right? Yeah. Parasites yeah. in my, because it's a truly original Yeah, and that's story. that's the thing is like the, I like to see those because of original stories yeah. get, get that type of attention. It'll just encourage people to do more. Um, I'm just going to try to find the director nominations here. Um, <laughs> Kat's got nominated for the song um, for uh, – they write, wrote a new song right. and it got nominated for the best song, whatever. I can't find directors, but uh, – Can you search? There's yeah, search function? Director. This is great radio. Um, <laughs> like we said, it's uh, you know it's nearly holiday time, and write director nominations Golden Globe. In your defense, the website's not the website is not good. This website friendly. is terrible. This Golden Globe's official. Anyway, the point is, is that uh, um, Todd Phillips got nominated, and he shouldn't have. <laughs> that's that's Pew. that's the point that I wanted to make. Also, we have to move on. We not that there's anything wrong with. The Hangover. It's definitely a certain comedy, and many, many, many people enjoyed it. But should we award the director? Like, you know what I mean? Like, does Todd? Should we encourage Todd Phillips by giving him an award? Todd what Phillips I'm trying doesn't. To say. Does, it does. I get what you're trying to say, but to me, that's irrelevant because Todd Phillips does not deserve the nomination for this movie. Anyway, so like, it doesn't yeah. matter because the Joker was not a well-directed film. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna move it's on. Like, we got some headlines. To it's get your to. grade twelve. It's your grade twelve boyfriend who was interested in film and has read a couple graphic novels. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He was allowed to direct. Yeah. That guy. We're like, oh, what's Chuck up to? Like, and it's like, this <laughs> oh, is what made, he's he doing. Made he made the joke. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's get to not a great plan. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, beloved by every single listener, Not A Great Plan. Let's do a head count here. Your brother, the demigod, a super soldier, living legend who kind of lives up to the legend, a man with breathtaking anger management issues, a couple of master assassins, and you, big fella. 
You've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. That's right, it's not a great plan, where we take a look at headlines and current movie news and see what Tony Stark thinks of them. Here's our first headline. Quentin Tarantino is talking about making another Kill Bill again. Not a great plan. We really don't need this. So, I don't know, I'm just... I just hate that we give these creative people a platform to essentially just bullshit us. I know that we're not allowed swearing on the show, but um, so <laughs> we're not. But I mean, I'll try to beep it out. But, but like, truly, because it's to me, it's just BS. Like Tarantino, yeah. why, why do we even indulge? So in a recent interview, Quentin Tarantino maintains that he's only going to make one more quote official movie saying back in August that it would probably be a little epilogue and somehow acknowledge its status as his last movie, meaning the Star Trek movie he also keeps talking about wouldn't necessarily count towards his can- can- canonical total of 10 You're not films. allowed to do that. You're not this allowed is, to be see, like, like, this number doesn't why, count. Why are we indulging this BS? Like, know. who, who cares quentin tarantino if you want to keep making movies then just keep making keep making movies yeah but don't be like star trek doesn't count kill bills an epilogue like you know like i i don't care like and in the grand scheme of things when we're writing you know 50 years from now when we're writing the new film textbook you know we're not gonna like rank 10 and then link rank the other five separately like it's just it's such be it's it's this sense that he's some sort of American film genius and we're allowing him this space to essentially, I don't know. No, just, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think it's ridiculous. It's so stupid <laughs> to me. I don't. And it also in a way is, uh, you know, why are you insisting on making the Star Trek movie if you don't feel like it counts as a quote unquote Tarantino movie? Yeah, like why wouldn't, like if you. Why doesn't it count as Yeah, like if you're so passionate about it, why wouldn't it count? Not a great plan. Yeah. And it's so pretentious to be like, I'm only making 10 films. Why? You're only like 55 yeah. or whatever. You might not even be 55. <laughs> like eventually, this is the way people live in Hollywood. Like I have the feeling he'll make his 10th and then five or 10 years from now, he'll suddenly make another because he needs money. He'll make the fourth Kill Bill <laughs> yeah. and I'll puke. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, it's not a great plan. because I really like, don't want him to touch Star Trek. I mean, I think it's – he essentially – I loved the headline we had a couple months ago where someone was like, don't worry. It won't be like Reservoir Dogs in Space. And then Tarantino was like, it's going to exactly be, be Reservoir <laughs> yeah, Dogs yeah, in Space. Yeah, it will be exactly that. Um, no, I just – Which, I, then yeah. why doesn't it count as your number 10? Yes. What is his – I don't – yeah, this is so uh, – it just, It's just so pretentious. Yeah. Going back to the marriage story, you yeah. know, pretentious direction. Yeah. Tarantino to me is just this pretentious, again, your grade Definitely. 12 boyfriend who was interested in film, yeah. dropped out, With and was like a lad. Yeah. 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 Mine was Ethan. But anyway. Yours was Ethan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just. I never I just, had a boyfriend, so I can't relate. Did you have but... a, a pretentious film girlfriend? Not who is in film, no. You know what? We're probably the pretentious. Oh, for sure. I was definitely someone's pretentious boyfriend. You were someone's Ethan. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. With a name like Mike? (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Absolutely, I was. I probably still am. Like, I'm still that person. We didn't have iPhone X's or whatever that people are using to make movies now. I'm, yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah, because that would be horrible. Anyways, shall we we move on? Last headline. Yeah, go to the next Um, one. 
Keanu Miss Keanu Mass to come early in 2021 as John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4 get the same release date. Not a great plan. So if you didn't understand my reading of that headline, it's a play on Christmas. So instead of Christmas, it's Keanu Miss. Um, I just, why would they release those two movies on the same day? That's my question. So not just one, but two Reese-related Hollywood blockbusters, the fourth John Wick and the still very mysterious Matrix 4 are arriving on the same day, May 21st, 2021. Um, so really, that's a far projected headline. That's more than a year. It's like a year and yeah. a half. Um, I don't, I if it's different studios, then it's obviously a competition. But my thinking is that the people who are going to see John Wick 4 are definitely going to see The Matrix yeah, oh, 4. Definitely. So why would you even, if it's the same studio, you're an idiot. But if it's two different studios, you're also idiots. Because why don't you just spread it? Yeah, spread, I, I would, why would you want to compete? either of them, I would just be like, okay, fine. The new Matrix movie is coming out, fine. I'll bump mine one month or two weeks or whatever and so people can go see it yeah i don't i don't get it whatsoever um so weird obviously john wick 4 we more or less know what the plot's going to be like because it's going to be similar to all the other john wick movies they have they have a method they stick to it john wick it's an interesting vehicle um i don't have problems with that film franchise let it's fun and it does it's unpretentious because it does what it it gives us what we want it gives us what it wants it doesn't really shove it in our face it's similar to jack reacher and even mission impossible it's just fun these are fun movies and they're fairly i've to be honest i've only seen the first john wick movie i i enjoyed it from my understanding they're fairly consistent yeah great um this mythology continues to get more rich and interesting um some interesting actors are making cameos so keep making john wick movies because keanu's great we really don't know anything about the Matrix 4 movie aside from Keanu Reeves is going to make an appearance, even though, spoiler alert, he died in the third movie. Yeah. So, although I was watching the first one with Dan the, a couple weeks ago, I don't understand the plot of it whatsoever. And it my thinking is... It doesn't discernibly have, like... You're in... I'm like, are... Every scene, I'm like, are they in the computer? Dan? Yeah, like that's kind of the mystery, right, <laughs> like behind every... it. Like, that's essentially... The plot isn't as important as the world they built. Right. Really? So it's not it's not like, oh, you have to like here's these big plot points. It's more there's a computer, you're either in the computer or the real world. It's kind of they don't even know always when they're in right. what. So it you're it's kind of meant that way, but you're right. Like there isn't really like here's this like clear plot. My thinking is having seen the first one, who cares that he's dead? Because yeah, he whatever. probably wasn't even no, re- so they're probably not even in the matrix. He was dead in the computer <laughs> in the matrix, or dead yeah. in the real you can I don't make, care. You can bring people back. Um interestingly, so it was originally uh, two brothers, the Wall, uh, they have a... Wachowskis? The, yeah. Yeah. Um, who actually, both of them have transitioned. They're now sisters. Oh. Um, only one is coming back. Really? Yeah. Apparently only one is coming back to... Oh. So that's all we know. So who's the... Who who else is involved in, like, as a filmmaker, who else is involved in this I don't, project? Oh. It's literally... From I didn't the know that. I, I, read, I honestly assumed they were both coming back. Um... The article I read says only one will be attached oh, to the okay. um, the project, but twenty twenty one is a long a long ways from now. Way. Yeah. Um, it's funny because last year there was a headline they had sold their production company, and the headline was like, "Oh, production company sold. Our hopes of a fourth Matrix movie is dashed." Mm-hmm. 
2021, we're getting a new getting one. Getting another so one. You never. They, you we're never in that know. age. You can yeah. always get a new one. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That brings us to the end of the episode and whirlwind episode. Um, yeah. Shout out to what was his name? Ethan. My your, ex. Your, your, your ex who's pretentious. <laughs> Ethan. Yeah. Shout out to Ethan. Um, and you know what's funny now that you think about that because I definitely would have been that like pretentious extra people, and now I have a podcast. You know, they like, we, and then like, they, self, they have a podcast. It's a self-fulfilling <laughs> yeah, prophecy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I think it's really After Ethan funny. has a podcast. Yeah, too. actually, Ethan, Ethan and I can have podcasts. There you uh, go. Um, but What an age. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, check out next week as we have our holiday. We kind of com- decided to combine our holiday and end of year episode. So you get one new episode. That's our holiday and end of 2019 look back. But I might have a surprise uh extra episode within those two weeks so stay tuned for more go see some movies